What's up, everybody? And welcome back to Baseball Connection. So we are continuing our free agency bonanza as we march towards Wednesday's soft deadline. You know, we have the CBA expiring on Wednesday, and there's anticipation of a lockout. So a bunch of players are signing their deals as soon as possible to avoid it. And we have a big, a big deal, a couple big deals actually to announce. So Starting with Max Scherzer, the big news of yesterday. Max Scherzer is going to the Mets. He's going to the Mets on a three-year, $130 million contract. He's going to make $43.333 million each year of the deal. That is by far the the highest average annual salary for an MLB player ever. The previous record was Garrett Cole at $36 million a year. Now... You're going to get Max Scherzer blowing that out of the water, 43.3 million a year. Of course, it's only for, for three years, but you have to remember Scherzer's already 37 years old. And yeah, they're going to get him for his age 37 through age 39 season. And he's going to turn 40 shortly before the contract comes to an end. So this is, it's obviously historic, but this is the Mets saying we're serious. They now have a Max Scherzer and Jacob deGrom one-two punch at the top of the rotation. And, of course, all those position player changes they made, you know, the outfielder changes they made a couple days ago. The Mets are are trying to do some big things next year. They're trying to do some big things. And they're spending the money. They're putting their money where their mouth is. And they really want to be in the playoffs. They want to win a World Series. They want to do all the above. So... Yeah, I mean, this is this is what Mets fans have been dreaming of. I mean, this is kind of spending spree. This is what they wanted when Steve Cohen purchased the Mets from the Wilpon family uh, not too long ago. It was like a year or two ago. And Cohen has been very aggressive in spending money, and he's just been very aggressive on putting together the best team he can. I mean, he's been acquiring. He, he's he's acting. He's the new George Steinbrenner. Now that's that's what he's doing. He someone who never shied away from impulsive decisions or speaking his mind. That's what Steve Cohen's doing now. So, I mean, we're not going to know for years whether or not this is going to become the norm under Steve Cohen for the Mets, or if he just felt compelled because there was such a deep free agent market, so he had to act opportunistically. But that doesn't really matter right now. I mean, he's living in the here and now, and he's aggressively adding to a Mets roster that looks considerably more like a postseason threat than it did just four days ago. And honestly, they're probably going to keep going at this point. When you go ahead and you acquire all these pieces, you're not going to stop. I mean, there's no reason they're going to take their foot off the gas. I mean, even if some of the remaining moves have to wait until this lockout has been resolved, expect the Mets to continue to make more moves. Like I said, they still have some pieces to fill. I would say the rotation. Yes, they have those two guys at the top, but they have to fill the back end of that rotation now. And the Mets are going to be dangerous if if they can address those issues in their pitching staff. But Max Scherzer, the future Hall of Famer, is going to the New York Mets because they gave him the most money. The Dodgers have now lost... Oh, actually, before I get to that, another former Dodger has agreed to a deal. That's Corey Seager. So Corey Seager is headed to the Texas Rangers on a on a 10-year, $325 million deal. 
See, this one was announced first, and it was like, whoa. The Rangers now have, they got two of the premier shortstops on the market, including Marcus Semyon. So they'll probably keep Semyon at second base and then put Seager at short. They just spent $500 million on that combination. They spent 175 on Semyon, 325 on Seager. Seager, now we know that he was the second best shortstop on the market this winter. Now he's going to be paid very handsomely for his services. He's going to Arlington. He's going to be the Rangers' new shortstop. He is a former Rookie of the Year, you know, former NLCS and World Series MVP. Great player. Great player. He can, I mean, Seager's value comes with his bat. And that's, that's what he can really do. He's been an above average bat every season of his career. Far better than most. I mean, yeah, I mean, th this guy, in four of his five seasons with 200-plus player appearances, he's had at least a 127 way to runs created plus and he's been especially productive over the past two years past two years combined he's hit 306 with a 381 on base 545 slugging that's eighth best offensive production league-wide and that's not even considering the the postseason performance he had in 2020 where you know, the Dodgers won the World Series and he just went bananas in the NLCS World Series winning both both of his MVPs but the bottom line is this dude can hit the ball and he, he he's never really he never struck out much he rarely chases pitches outside the zone he walks great stuff offensive juggernaut that's what Corey Seager is so he's not a gold glove guy I mean, he's a he's a solid he's a solid shortstop I mean he plays good defense but he's not gonna win a gold glove or anything but he's also not gonna have to move off the position he's a very capable shortstop I mean, because he's tall, he's 6'4", I mean, he's 215. Some people have thought maybe he's going to have to move to third base at some point down the line, but he's a shortstop for now. I mean, the Rangers see him as their franchise shortstop for at least the next few seasons. So they're getting him for his bat, and he's, he's as good as they come as far as hitters at the shortstop position. So he's off the board. $325 million over 10 years. That's $32.5 million a year. I mean, th this... It, it's a huge investment. It's a huge investment. It's it's the eleventh highest AAV of all time, at thirty two and a half a year. The total money three hundred twenty five million dollars, that ties Giancarlo Stanton for the sixth highest total total sum in MLB history. So, yeah, I mean, Seager also remember he's twenty seven years old right now. He's gonna turn twenty eight next April. He's he's one of the younger options available in free agency. We know Carlos Correa is younger is a little bit younger so we'll see him come off the board at some point this winter but now that Corey Seager has signed for 325 million is 400 million really off the table for Carlos Correa I mean if he's if he sees something I, I guess it is because um no, he would have to go like more than 10 years and I, it, I'd be surprised if a team is giving Carlos Correa something like you know 13 14 years but this has been a insane free agent market this winter so i wouldn't put it past somebody to give carlos Correa 400 million dollars but we'll have to wait and see either way he's going to be well compensated and he's easily going to pass francisco lindor's record he's going to break the 341 million dollars over 10 years that frankie lindor got Correa is going to break that he's going to break that and i don't know who's going to pay him that but somebody will because that's what the market is 
that's what the market has dictated at this point because he's going to get more than Corey Seager. So interesting times. Another major move yesterday, Robbie Ray. Robbie Ray has signed with the Seattle Mariners. He's going to Seattle. So he's just coming off a Cy Young Award. Remember, he just won this Cy Young Award uh, this, this offseason. And he's going to the Mariners on a five-year deal worth $115 million and an opt-out after the third season. So, I mean, he's always been a premier strikeout arm with command issues. And he put it all together in 2021 for the Blue Jays. The Blue Jays signed him for a one-year, $8 million deal. And he, I mean, he he delivered, absolutely delivered. They, they got the best-case scenario from Robbie Ray. I mean, better than they anticipated. Ended up winning a Cy Young, almost unanimous. He got 29 of the 30 first-place votes. So not only did he restore his command to prior levels, but he took it to new heights. He walked a career low, 6.7% of his opponents, and he ramped up the usage of his four-seam fastball at expense of his curveball, and he was largely going with a two-pitch mix that leaned heavily on his slider, fastball slider. So American League best, 2.84 ERA, also led the American League in innings pitched, strikeouts, ERA+. plus. I mean, he was great. So he's going to Seattle. And the Mariners are going to have Robbie Ray at the top of the rotation. And they're going to have Marco Gonzalez, Chris Flexen, Logan Gilbert. You know, the the Mariners had a good year. They had a good year in 2021. They are continuing to improve, but this is just what they need. A legitimate ace. A legitimate ace. You know, they, they haven't had that in a while. The last legit ace they had was... Felix Hernandez when he was, you know, when he was there, when he was still elite. Um, but they have a legitimate ace to set the tone, you know, to pace pace things. Um, they have some prospects coming up the way. Julio Rodriguez, an outfield who who will likely be in the major leagues at some point next year. They, they, they have a lot of good things coming in Seattle. Another year of Jared Kelnick developing, see what he can do. But... This, this is the best time for the Mariners to push towards ending that two-decade playoff drought. I mean, they were very close up until the final weekend of the season this past year, but they might finally do it in 2022. We'll see. We'll see what 2022 brings. But they got Robbie Ray at the front of the rotation now. So there have been so many moves, guys. There have been so many moves, but I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with those, those few major ones. Um, there have been some you know, one-year deals, uh, trades, and things like that. But those are the major free agent deals, I would say, are moving the needle. There, there are some rumors about Javi Baez potentially nearing a deal with the Detroit Tigers. We will have that for you if it does get confirmed. But you know, that, that, did break, um, you know, that did break as a rumor, so we'll see what happens there. But I'm going to stop it there. That's going to do it for today. If you enjoyed this, please share with someone who'd be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.